This is JC Talks, a leadership podcast, episode 51 with me, your host, JC Hurtado Prater. And today we're talking about social media plus anxiety and why it matters to you. So this is a leadership podcast. And so we're talking, you know, we're supposed to talk about things that are leadership minded, leadership focused. And so what does social media and anxiety have to do with leadership? Well, let me tell you, I teach uh, uh, as an adjunct instructor at Point Loma Nazarene University in the School of Business. Love it. It is a fun way to stay connected to people, real issues, real problems as a a leader who's striving to get better all the time as a business person, a businessman who's striving to get better all the time. I want to stay connected. So this is a great way to do it. So in class the other day, we were talking about Peter Senge's book, The Fifth Discipline. I've actually talked about that on this podcast before, but we were talking about The Fifth Discipline and in it, and this is one of the uh, uh, most life-changing, game-changing ideals that he talks about. And he actually gets it from Martin Luther King. Matter of fact, we're going to talk about that at some point again, because when I talked about it before, I didn't get that full connection. I get it now. So that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. But he talks about this idea of creative tension, which is the tension between that happens anytime you set a goal, something that's out in front of you, something that's way up high. So anytime you set a goal, it's going to cause creative tension, which is good. Uh, it's good because it, it, it causes more, more creativity. It causes more innovation. Uh, but it also causes something called emotional tension. So creative tension, which is natural. So if you set a goal of, uh, I, I'm going to make a profit of $1 million. I'm just throwing out a number. Let's make it even higher, $10 million in 2022. Let's just say it. Okay. If I set that goal, I'm going to make $10 million through my business in 2022. And right now I'm making, just throwing out numbers, you know, right now I'm making $75,000 a year off my business. That's a huge goal. That's a mega goal. That's going to create a lot of tension. Okay. That's creative tension because that tension can be used for good. The negative side, not, I shouldn't say negative side, scratch. Let's take that word out of there. Cut. The other, the flip side of that is to say it also creates emotional tension. Emotional tension is another way to say anxiety. So emotional tension is what happens within you and me when we set a really big goal, because then we begin to realize, wow, uh, I've set this goal to make $10 million. I'm only bringing in $75,000. What are all the things that have to be done in order for me to reach this goal? That's way up here. That's, that's a lot of tension creates a lot of emotional tension. We begin to, you know, be insecure. So that creates, so all of this is this tension. That's the gap, right? And I've talked about it on the podcast. You can find that. Um, so we were talking about that as a class and this word anxiety. And then I, I, I asked something of the class and I said something about, you know, talk to me about anxiety and what it means to you. And, and one of the answers that came back was social media. You know, I, I maybe even asked the question, does social media play into this? Does it or someone brought it up in, in the classroom? And one of my students said, and he's actually a, a gentleman that 
I'll probably try to get on this podcast at, at some point um, because I think we'd have a, a dynamic conversation. But he was one of the students and uh, his name was Bryce. I'll just tell you that much. And he came out with he, he said this. He said, it's not social media that's causing people anxiety. Anxiety is already there. Social media is simply exacerbating or manifest uh, manifest or your anxiety has greater manifestation through social media, but it's not the fault of social media. So you looking on Instagram, you're looking on Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is, that's not causing anxiety. The anxiety is already there. There's something in what you're looking at that is stemming something in you that that is that that is pulling a thread for you that's that's exacerbating the anxiety that's already here. That's what he would say. So already we are probably a more anxious culture. Anxiety is just showcasing where that's where that's happening. And, and it was an interesting thought. And I'm not even sure how I feel about that. Again, I'll have to have him on the podcast so we can talk about this. But it was an incredibly interesting thought to think, wow, OK, because a lot of us like to blame social media for anxiety. Right. And I will tell you this this summer, I think it was in June at some point. I said, I'm, I need to come off of it. I was wasting too much time. And even with this podcast, I'll be honest with you, I, I had a thing where I was doing this podcast and I was you know, cutting and I was putting things up on social media, but I lacked the discipline to get on social media and post the video I needed to post and then get off of it. I would find, there was one day, it was like two hours later and, I, and I'm a busy guy. I have things I need to be doing. And there was one day, it was like two hours later, um, that I, I, I got on to post a video that was already cut, you know, it was already edited. All I needed to do was, was get on Instagram or Twitter, or whatever it was, and just post it and walk away. But no, that's not what I did. I ended up spending time on, I think it was Twitter. I ended up spending time on Twitter and two hours later after scrolling. And, and, and this happened a few times. And I said, I can't do this anymore. So I need to come off social media. And so I just pulled out of it. Right. And I'll get on a check every now and then, you know, I like to check in on my family members, nieces and nephews, sister. My sister just got married to her partner recently. And that was that was exciting. Got to go on Facebook Live and watch that. I wasn't able to get there for it, but that was exciting. And, and there are other, you know, you know, family members, that kind of stuff. But outside of that, I try to stay off of it as much as I can. Uh, and so I I have told people, I said, I've experienced less anxiety this summer because of lack of social media. But could it just be I'm not faced with the things that cause uh, me anxiety, right? And and could it simply be that when I get on social media, because I follow a lot of really successful people, and I do that on purpose. I, I, I want to see their homes. I want to see how they live. I want to see what their values are. I want to see what their principles are. I want to see what they're like behind the scenes, right? That helps me as I grow and evolve and, and become the person that I want to become. Could it be that the anxiety is there and, and, you know, that maybe I'm not reaching my full potential? And so looking at somebody now, we all know I get it. OK, I get it. Instagram is not real. TikTok is not real. We only put out the good stuff. At least I do. I do not put out the bad days. I don't put out the, the bad hair days. I don't put out the days where I wake up and I'm grumpy and I'm, I'm not a great dad. Right. I put up all the pictures where I am a great dad and I hashtag dad life. Right. But I don't really put up the pictures on the dads on the days when I've ignored my daughter a little too much. Right. I'm being transparent with you or the days that 
Uh, I've gotten impatient with her, right? You know, we're hanging out and, you know, I feel like she's getting on my nerves. And so I, you know, I, I say something in haste or whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, nothing horrible. I, I want to make that clear. I think I'm a, I think I'm a rock star dad when it comes to my little, you know, six-year-old. But there are days that I'm not a rock star, right? No one ever is 24-7. But we look at that and then because of the people I follow, uh, most of them tend to be men and they're successful men. Possibly the anxiety is coming from because deep inside I know that there's work I need to be doing and I'm not doing it. And so I'm looking at this person. Tom Brady, for instance, is a person I follow. Tom Brady, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I love following that guy. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see I'm not even close to being as in shape as Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Tom Brady for that instance. But I see what they're doing. I see them out there hydrating and they're eating these healthy foods. Now, you know, The Rock, if you check out his stuff, he's obviously posting a lot of his um, cheat meals as well. Those are a lot of fun to watch. But I'm, I'm looking at all of this. They're healthy moments, the times that The Rock's in the gym, the time that Tom Brady's out, he's hustling, he's doing the work. Or I'm looking at uh, some of the business people that I follow and I see them in their private planes. And I know all that's not, you know, I'm being I'm just being transparent with you. And possibly the anxiety that I'm getting has nothing to do with social media. It has to do with the fact that I'm looking at these men out there doing their thing. And I'm saying, man, I probably should be in that place, but I'm not. And so the anxiety is coming from deep inside where it's like, hey, you're not doing all the things that you need to be doing. Instead of scrolling on Instagram right now or Twitter or whatever it is, you should be making phone calls. You should be doing more research. You should be doing more reading. You should be doing more writing. You should be creating content, right? That's what I need to be doing, but I'm not. Instead, I'm scrolling. And so the anxiety comes because I know I, there's something out there I'm not doing. So I'm missing the mark. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not having the same outcomes because I'm not showing the same work ethic, right? And I'm not realizing that these guys probably more than likely, and I could be wrong. I don't know them. More than likely, they're not sitting around scrolling on Instagram 24-7. They have social media managers that take a photo of them doing something and then they walk away and, those, and, and they just do their thing, Right. And so, so I, I'm, I'm, there was a point I was trying to make with that and I'm not sure what it is. I'm trying to post things that kind of look like what they do, but I I don't understand that they have a whole apparatus and a whole machine going after it. Anyway, the point is this, I'm watching what they do and the anxiety is coming from the fact that I realize I'm not where I need to be. Okay. So. That, that, that's a proposition. That's, that's an ideal that was put out there by this gentleman. And again, at some point, I'm going to have to have him on the podcast. And maybe we can talk about this. Maybe we can go deep on this. But I thought that that was really good. This idea that we think social media or the news or whatever it is, it causes anxiety. Now, the news I'm a little bit mixed on because they definitely put out a lot of information that's pretty negative. And I'm a news junkie. That's what I'm most addicted to. My, I was telling a friend the other day that I locked on. I, I logged on to my computer and, and every time the first three buttons, my fingers automatically go to. I'm not kidding you. CNN. Not joking. After that, it's New York Times, Fox News. I, I like to read them. Al Jazeera. I just BBC is another one. I just love. I'm addicted to it. You know, Uh I like to watch the YouTube videos, PBS NewsHour. They'll put it up there. The point I'm trying to make is I love the news. Does the news cause me anxiety, right? 
I mean, those are real situations. And maybe the anxiety is not so much that it's the news, but it's the reality that there's a there's an actual reality. There's something out there happening that is so negative and so hurtful to somebody. And yet I'm sitting here in my you know, I live in the suburbs of San Diego County. And so maybe the anxiety is not necessarily what's going on out there. It's the fact that I'm sitting here and I'm not doing anything about it. Now, I can't do everything about everything. And, and I would say this, and maybe this makes me a coward. I would say that it's probably better not to have the news running 24-7. But is it simply because I don't want to be bothered by the reality that's happening in the world? I only want to see what's beautiful. And when you live in the suburbs, like I'm looking out this window right here, and, and, and all I see is this beautiful. I live in San Diego County. Come on. All I see are these beautiful blue skies. And right now, if I get in my car, I can drive. The sun's going to set here in a little bit as I'm recording this. I can get in my car, and in 45 minutes, I could be standing with sand in my toes, watching the sunset go down in a beautiful place like San Diego County. So why would I watch the news and see the reality of Afghanistan and crimes that are taking place here in the United States and poverty all over the world and COVID, right? As I'm recording, this is 2021 and the Delta variant starting to take off and there are people who are unvaccinated and, and you know, and this, that's, this has nothing to do with it. And I'm sure that there are people with vaccinations who are getting it as well. But the Delta variant and schools closing down, well, I guess schools aren't closing down, but more masks and uh, people talking about what's going to happen this fall. It's so much easier to go over here and just watch the sunset to escape. So possibly the anxiety has nothing to do with what the news is showing me. It's the fact that uh, I'd rather have a comfortable life than know what 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 reality is. I don't know. Right. So this is one of those conversations I have to have with a psychotherapist, maybe or a therapist or, or get Bryce, the one who talked about this, you know, get him on this podcast to talk about it. But here's why this matters to you. Here's why this matters to you. I think we have to stop blaming outer circumstances for inner anxiety. I, I think that's the point we have to make. Yes, I definitely believe coming off of social media is probably a good thing. I, my, my brain thinks clearer. Right. There's only so much room. If we're only using 10 percent of our brain, there's only so much of that 10 percent. You know, you know, we could reach capacity up there. And if I'm constantly filling it up with all this extra information, this is why I think we should come off social media more is because it's just an information overload. And then on days when I'm trying to actually read and learn from good books or from people or whatever it is, I can't get any more information in. And all it is is just social media, social media, social media. So that I think that's a reason why especially as leaders and entrepreneurs and people trying to do big things in the world to create, to innovate. I think we need to come off social media, but that's uh, more because we don't need the information overload. But I don't think the anxiety, I don't think it's fair to blame social media for that. It's not fair to blame Mark Zuckerberg and, and Instagram or Facebook and he, he and the entire team for bringing down the world. I, I've actually heard people talk about this, that social media is going to be the death of the world. It's going to ruin everything. Is it social media or is it the fact that social media highlights human nature? Human nature might bring down the world. Okay. I'm not arguing that, but I don't think a company, an online platform has the power to do that. I think it brings out the ugliness of human nature. And, and the reason why when I was listening the other day, this person said that, and they said it's because of fake news. They said it's going to bring it down because fake news. You know, everyone, you can post something, everyone believes it. I get that. I understand that. Okay. 
And and there's some truth to that. I hear people constantly talking about they saw it on Facebook. They saw it on Instagram. They saw it on YouTube. And for some reason, they, they think it's real. Right. So so there is some truth to that as well. But I think it brings out the fact that's a human nature issue. We want to see what we want to see. That's that's been going on as long as I mean, uh, this is how magicians have been making money for years, years upon years upon years. They travel around the cities and they pull, you know, and we see what we want to see. That's just the that's that's just human nature. So I think. As leaders, as people, just just whoever we are, we've got to stop again, going back to what I just said, we've got to start blaming what's going on outside for what's happening inside. I have total control about what's happening here, right? So again, I can be more disciplined and turn off the news. I can be more disciplined and and and, and turn off social media, but I shouldn't run from it. I, I shouldn't run from reality. I shouldn't run from looking at very successful people because it makes me feel bad because I'm not on the same level. I, I shouldn't run from looking at, at like, I've, I've got this podcast here. I'd like to grow my listener base. But instead of, of running from it, right, and, and not watching other people who are massively successful with their podcast, uh, maybe that's the creative tension. That's what's happening. Okay, and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast because this is so important for us to understand. Creative tension is what happens when you set the vision way up here and you're down here. I think that's what happens a lot. People on a micro level, and I'm thinking about maybe men or women, right? Like I've I've told you, I watch Tom Brady or you know Mario Lopez, and I see what he does, or Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and these guys are all fit. And, and I know that the, the night before I had Chick-fil-A, they're not bringing me anxiety. Watching what they do online is not bringing anxiety. It's the fact that I had Chick-fil-A the night before. And I know that these guys aren't eating Chick-fil-A on a night that's not cheat night or treat night or whatever it is that we're calling it, right? So it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with me. That's where the anxiety is coming from. There was a point I was getting ready to make, and now I can't remember it. So I, I don't know if I can back up and think about what it is. But why this matters to you? Oh, creative tension. That's what I was talking about. Maybe what we should say is everything that we see, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, YouTube, Google, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We we need to reframe it and say that what this is doing is creating some creative tension. Which then creates emotional tension. I've talked about this a lot on my podcast. I'm not going to repeat this. But possibly it is. Either we're seeing pain and we look at our lives and we're making a conscious choice not to do anything about it, except for, you know, watch it and and hit the heart button. That makes us feel a little better. And maybe comment, oh, we feel so bad, right? Or we see someone incredibly successful. Oh, here's the point I was going to make. Here's the point I was going to make. A lot of people want to lose weight. That's a big thing, diet and health, right? And so we go on Instagram and we see these people and... What I'm loving to see now, though, I'll be honest with this. What I'm loving to see now is there are a lot of uh, uh, women who are starting to come out and they are, you know, they're posting exactly how they are. And I'll let you read into that and whatever you want to read into that. That's been exciting to see because I do know that body shaming is a real thing and it tends to happen more for women than it does for men. But I'll say this. 
possibly the anxiety that you may be feeling or someone else may be feeling has nothing to do with the social media platform. It has to do with that you have dreams and goals of losing some weight, of becoming a better person. And you see people out there who are doing exactly what you want to do. And it makes you feel anxious because it's bringing you creative tension, which then causes emotional tension. And there's two ways that we can go when we get emotional tension, right? And I've, I've talked about this uh, before. You can either raise yourself to the vision. So you see this image of what you want to be. You can raise yourself to that, or you can bring the vision down to where you are. Okay. So you can make the choice on whichever one you want to do. I recommend working towards the vision. There's pain either way, right? The pain of let's go back to diet. Let's say I want to lose 20 pounds. That's the vision. But that requires that now I have to eat less Chick-fil-A, which I love. Um, I, you know, I've got to, I've got to hold back on the bread, which I love. And I'm speaking real now here. Okay. So I've got to hold back on these things that I love a ton. And then I've got to eat what, you know, I've got to eat more vegetables. I've got to eat less, right? That's not, I don't want to do that. So let me bring the vision back down to myself, right? That's easy, but that's painful because I'm not losing the weight. So there's pain other way, right? You got to choose your pain. So the point I'm trying to make here, social media, I would argue, does not cause you anxiety. It has nothing to do with it, right? Uh, It has nothing to do with the anxiety that you and I experience is already there. Social media is just shining a light on those things in our lives that we want to get better at, right? More than likely, you don't get, uh, you don't get anxiety when you look at something on social media. It has nothing to do. For instance, there's, there's a guy that I follow. Um, I don't know what his name is, but he swims with sharks and he, he, he takes a camera down and he, so many cool shots and he takes photos. I don't get anxiety looking at his stuff. I like to look at it because it's beautiful and it brings me peace. And it's, it's wonderful to see some positive things out there in the world. But I don't get anxiety because I'm not a photographer. I would never in a million years go swimming with sharks and take pictures of them. So that doesn't bring me anxiety. Now, somebody who wants to do that for a living, who's not doing it, who's sitting on their rear end at home and not getting the education they need and not getting the experience or buying the camera or just going out there and doing it, that might bring them anxiety because they look at the person and say, wow, you're doing what I don't, you're doing what I should be doing and I'm not doing. That could be anxiety inducing. So social media, again, I would argue is not bringing you anxiety. Nothing on the outside is bringing you anxiety. It's already there. Anxiety comes uh, and I don't have time to go into all this, but it has to do with this idea of stretching comfort zones. Now there is, and I want to make sure I'm going to be clear there, there are, um, diagnosed anxieties that are out there as well, where uh, medications need to, you know, be, be prescribed and medical doctors get involved. I'm not talking about that. Okay. I want to leave that alone, but I'm talking about the anxiety that many of us feel. And a lot of it is because we're comparing, uh, and so we say, well, stop comparing. And, and maybe what we need to do is say, hey, you know what? It's, it's okay to compare somewhat. As long as I let this comparison motivate me towards, towards the vision and goal that I have for my life. I think that could be really important. Okay. So that's all I, that's all I want to say about that. And again, I'll, I'll probably have my friend on here, you know, and we can talk about this together. And uh, yeah, so in the words of this, this gentleman that I was listening to this podcast called Beyond the Smoke, he, his, his name is Thomas Ward. His dad's name is Thomas Ward as well. Thomas Ward de la Cruz. 
And his dad is very successful, multimillionaire from Puerto Rico. And he had this to say, he said, the answer is always inside, right? People try to go outside and they're always looking for the answer outside. The answer is always inside, right? And even if you're a person of faith, I would say the same thing, right? You meet God personally, right? Your faith, whatever it is that your faith, you meet that personally. So the answer is not going to be found on Instagram or social media or the news or whatever. It's, it's a very personal thing. And so I would say this, the same thing. The pain is also very personal. It's not being caused by something out here, right? It's, it's always something going on in the inside. So stop blaming social media for your anxiety. Stop blaming the news for your anxiety. Stop blaming CNN for your anxiety, YouTube, whatever it is, right? Understand that you have the anxiety. Whatever it is that you're watching is just exacerbating it or manifesting it, whatever. So go deep, find out what that anxiety is for. So I want to talk about today. I'll see you in the next, next episode of Jesse Talks, a leadership podcast. Take care.